0: After a seven-year hiatus, regular members of Bowie's band, including guitarist Earl Slick, Gary Leonard, bassist Gaylan Dorsey and drummers Zachary Olford and Sterling Campbell were contacted. They were sworn to secrecy and asked to sign NDAs. Bowie was stepping back into the recording studio to start work on a new album. This time round, days would be shorter. Instead of working to the point of exhaustion, as he had sometimes in the past, the band would down tours at 6pm, returning the following day to pick up where they'd left off. Codenamed The Table was underway. In an age when everybody knows everyone else's business, they managed to pull off an impossible task and keep the album's production a secret throughout its recording sessions in New York between May 2011 and February 2013. Once again produced by Tony Visconti, possible names muted for the album Where Love Is Lost and Where Are We Now. Bowie's first new album in 10 years. The next day was announced to the world on his 66th birthday on 8 January 2013, with the lead single "Where Are We Now" made available immediately on iTunes Store. Bowie hadn't performed since 2006, and he'd rarely been seen in public since his bout of ill health. Some people assumed he'd simply retired. The full album was released on 8 March 2013, shooting to number one. It was the fastest-selling album of the year at that point, selling 100,000 copies in under two weeks. Bowie gave no interviews and stayed out of the public eye. He insisted there'd be no live performances to promote the album. He didn't want his life examined anymore. Whilst he hadn't completely ruled out a handful of shows, he decided ultimately to focus on making records instead. The next day was met with critical acclaim, becoming Bowie's first number one album in the UK since 1993's Black Tie White Noise. It was nominated for several awards including the 2013 Mercury Prize and the 2014 Grammy Award and Brit Award. The Guardian's Alexis Petidris considered it to be a straightforward rock album. He described it as thought-provoking, strange and filled with great songs. The Telegraph called it a bold and beautiful, whilst the New York Times labelled it Bowie's Twilight Masterpiece, and USA Today said it was a glorious homecoming. The album's cover art harks back to the youthful image of Bowie featured on his 1977 album Heroes, but it's now obliterated by a white square obscuring his face. Designed by Jonathan Barnbrook, who said it implied forgetting or obliterating the past, Bowie saw it as an original idea, subverting people's expectations. Producer Tony Visconti described the overall feel of Bowie's 24th studio album as blistering rock. It opens with the squealing guitars of the title track, which was inspired by Bowie's reading of historical books. Here I am, not quite dying Bowie quips for those who were concerned about his health. Full of swagger, it was released as the third single off the album. The accompanying video caused some controversy in religious circles and was banned from YouTube after two hours, only to be reinstated later with an age restriction. Dirty Boys has a sleazy, sexy sax solo which harks back to the Young Americans album of 1974. Bowie said getting older had given him the scope to reflect on his own catalogue of albums. This certainly comes through on the next day. The second single was The Stars Are Out Tonight, a critique of the fake world of celebrity, with all of the stomp of his Ziggy Stardust days. Next up, Love Is Lost could almost have come from his work in the Low Era. Its driving beat and distinctive guitar work, blends brilliantly with Bowie's work on the organ. Oh, what have you done is the repeated refrain which stops dead at the end of the track. Where are we now is steeped in nostalgia and sees Bowie in wistful mode as he harks back to his time in Berlin in the 1970s, name-checking the Potsdamer Platz railway station. For someone who was assumed to never look back, this was quite a departure. Valentine's Day was not as romantic as the title might suggest. Bowie was troubled by his spate of school shootings in the US and here delves into a killer planning an attack. The song's title comes from the St. Valentine's Day Massacre of 1929. If You Can See Me sees Bowie duet with bassist Gayle Ann Dorsey, with the song's guitar lines inspired by jazz and reminiscent of his worth on Earthling. I'd Rather Be High has a catchy riff and the song reflects on teenage soldiers sent to war but longing for a normal life. Boss of Me sees Bowie back in reflective mode. Who'd have ever dreamed that small-town girl like you would be the Boss of Me, he sings, whilst a sax solo plays out. The tempo lifts with Dancing Out in Space in a track that perhaps revisits his 1980s pop phase, with an insistent and toe-tapping beat. Another anti-war song, How Does the Grass Grow, turns to the plight of soldiers, the title referring to a chant they were taught as they practiced combat methods. Remember the dead, they were so great, some of them, sings Bowie. You Will Set the World on Fire turns its attention to the burgeoning careers of the artists of Greenwich Village, name-checking both Bob Dylan and Joan Byers against a pounding guitar riff-laden track. Next up, You Feel So Lonely You Could Die tackles loneliness with soaring harmonies that disguise the song's dark themes. The track has echoes of both Five Years and Rock and Roll Suicide from Bowie's back catalogue. The album closes with heat, which sees Bowie singing in a deep, imposing voice. It's a doom-laden, chilling track to end the album, with the repeated line, My father ran the prison. Atmospheric, it casts a shadow and leaves the listener with a sense of unease. David Bowie's Black Star, his 25th studio album, was released on 8 January 2016, coinciding with his 69th birthday. It was largely recorded in secret at New York's Magic Shop and The Human Worldwide Studios with longtime co-producer Tony Visconti and a group of acclaimed local jazz musicians. It's a truly extraordinary album, arguably the greatest of his entire career. Incredibly atmospheric and thought-provoking, it's dark, adventurous, otherworldly and a suitably bold statement from one of music's greatest pioneers. It is perhaps the greatest triumph of his career, given the circumstances under which it was created. Two days after the album's release, while well, fans and critics pored over his new work, calling it the best album he'd made since the 70s, perhaps his best ever. David Bowie died of liver cancer aged 69. He'd been diagnosed 18 months earlier, but his illness hadn't been revealed to the public. It was a closely guarded secret, and outside of his family circle, only a very small handful of Bowie's closest associates even knew he was unwell. The news was received with shock, disbelief, and a huge outpouring of grief, as former colleagues, casual fans, and dedicated followers of his career reeled at the announcement impromptu street shrines and painted murals of David Bowie sprung up across the globe whilst many turned to his new album for clues. It's hard to separate Bowie's death from his work on Black Star. He had written about mortality previously but the album took on an entirely new meaning given the momentous event which came at the time of its release. Bowie had always looked for new elements and musicians to translate his ideas. He was constantly evolving and his final album, Black Star, was markedly more experimental than its predecessor the next day. The first track completed for the album was Sue, or In A Season Of Crime, a collaboration between Bowie and the American composer and jazz orchestra leader Maria Schneider. Released as a single in 2014 with Tis Pity She Was A Whore as its B-side, both tracks were re-recorded for inclusion on the album Black Star. It was Maria Schneider who led Bowie to jazz musician Donnie McCaslin, who provided new saxophone parts for the album recording of Tis Pity and performed on both the original and album recording of Sue. Bowie recruited the jazz quintet, led by saxophonist McCaslin, to work with him on Black Star, including drummer Mark Guiliana, pianist Jason Linder, and bassist Tim Lefebvre allowing him to fully explore a genre of music Bowie had always loved but only occasionally experimented with before. Blackstar saw an incredible fusion of Bowie's craft with the music and skill of the musicians in Donnie McCaslin's band. The result was a jazz rock album that defied pigeonholing. To assume Blackstar is a doom-laden and sombre affair is a mistake. It's also playful, witty, warm, experimental and surprising. Not content with ploughing his creative energy solely into making an incredible album, Bowie also fulfilled his lifelong ambition to write a Broadway musical at the same time. Directed by Ivo van Hove, it was inspired by the 1963 novel The Man Who Fell to Earth. Bowie's musical starred Michael C. Hall of Dexter fame in the central role of Thomas Jerome Newton, a role previously played by Bowie himself in the 1976 film adaptation of the novel. Bowie worked tirelessly on both the album Blackstar and the musical Lazarus, whilst concealing his illness from most of the two teams he is working with. He joined the cast of Lazarus on stage at the final curtain of the opening night performance of the musical in New York towards the end of 2015, and even muted a sequel during the post-show celebrations. The Blackstar album comprises seven tracks. The opening number is so powerful it's a challenge to get past it but listeners who delve further are rewarded for their effort. The video for Blackstar the Single is as epic and all-consuming as the song. The character played by Bowie with bandaged, buttoned eyes is incredibly haunting creation, at times with teeth gritted in defiance. A spaceman's suit with a skeleton inside is reminiscent of Bowie's first credible character, Major Tom, and one which remained close to his heart. A device returned to from Space Oddity to Ashes to Ashes and finally in Black Star, after 50 years of looking for a home, Major Tom seems to find one, and peace, in Black Star. The video for the track, Lazarus, is equally powerful, perhaps more so. Again featuring Bowie's button-eyed character, the music is stark and stripped back. As Bowie sings, Look up here, I'm in heaven. I've got scars that can't be seen. I've got drama, can't be stolen. Everybody knows me now. It was while shooting the video for Lazarus that David found out he was in the final stages of the disease. Tony Visconti described his performance as a man on top of his game. He said Bowie was in the zone and really feeling it. In the title track, Bowie sings, Something happened on the day he died. Spirit rose a meter and stepped aside. Somebody else took his place and bravely cried. I'm a Black Star. It's an incredibly brave album and a masterpiece marking the end of an extraordinary career.